was possible from a human. So thanks for literally having every single listener click off in the first three seconds of this episode. Speaking of, Speaking which, of which, I'm Sammy. I'm Skylar. Welcome to another episode of Speaking of Which. What the fuck is up? I am so tired. Yeah? I yeah. bet. Well, I don't know how you do it. I could so never be an overnight bitch. I'm an overnight bitch now, as everyone knows. <clears throat> but like sometimes I have no problem sleeping, right? I'll sleep for like nine hours, thrive. Sometimes, sometimes like especially when I'm coming off the weekend, like daytime will hit. And then I'll be like, now it's time for sleep. And my body will be... What if we didn't? Yeah. What if we partied? What if we just stayed up? What if we didn't sleep? Mm -hmm. And so... Have you thought about like an eye mask? An eye mask? Yes. It's it's not like the light is not the issue and the sound is not the issue. I have like a biochemical Oh yeah, you're just so different. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I'm going to have to like try melatonin or like get back on that Z-Quil. Yeah. Z-Quil. Me in high school, like me and Zequil were mm-hmm. like two peas in a pod. Oh, okay. I'll be interested to see Skylar's equal haze. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Skylar's equal haze, you don't see him oh. <laughs> because he's sleeping. Literally, let me repeat. I'm excited to see him. <laughs> well, you know what? The fact that you don't use a coaster on that side table that you bought with a still the price tag on it, uh, it's it hurts my Virgo it's rising soul. You can't hurt this table that's cool i don't know what this wood is but it's not wood wood (laughs) (laughs) so let's recap how was your week what's been going on you're tired currently but anything to report Uh, most exciting thing was is that i got vaccinated with the moderna vaccine this past friday fuck yeah Hell yeah. And so, like, obviously, like, there was, like, the part of me that was nervous, right? Because, mm-hmm. hello, like, I see all the stuff online that's, like, get it and you'll die. <laughs> you're, right? You're a gay male, but you're like, will I be able to have babies? <laughs> will I be able to have babies? <laughs> and so... Let's sterilize me. I got it. And then uh, I was fine. Mm-hmm. And, like, that was that. And, like, nothing happened. Yeah. But it's weird, like, hearing some of the reactions from people that I wasn't expecting, mm-hmm. like, strange reactions from. What do you mean? Like, just random people, like, let's say you called, like, a parental figure, and you were like, I got the vaccine, and they're like, oh, you did? Mm-hmm. And then they were just, like, asking questions, and, like, they just seemed like they were concerned you were going to die. Like, now you're literally a glitch in the Matrix, and they can no longer so, love you? I told one person that was, like, asking, like, basically, that is basically essentially an anti-vaxxer, right? Yeah. And then the first thing I said was, I can feel Bill in my third eye now. <laughs> Listen, the best thing that I ever heard about, like, a retort to people who are afraid of getting vaccinated or, like, if you're getting flack from people who are against getting vaccinated, um, my cousin was like, listen, at this point, they can shove an entire iPad up my ass. I don't care as long as I can get it and travel again. Mm -hmm. Like, that, to me, was the funniest shit and so true. Like, I think a lot of it is there's a lot of conspiracy theories which, let me repeat, conspiracy theories, they're not truth about, you know, the vaccine containing things to control you and yada yada. Um, mm. I'm yeah. already a puppet. Literally shove an entire iPad up my state. ass. I don't care. Like, I want the vaccine to keep myself and my loved ones and even strangers safe. And that's important. I also got the vaccine. Hell yeah. And so did George. Jessica's fully vaccinated from, like late January so the whole household is on our way to being you know um yeah being fully sterile from the COVID um we do know that there's still precautions to take and you know we're not here to 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 talk about that but we're just celebrating that we've been vaccinated vaccinated um all three of us George you and myself um are gonna have to go yeah we all got it and then we're gonna have to go again in three weeks so Uh, I received a call and I can't remember what happens when we're recording. So it looks like it said Jennifer Coolidge. <laughs> ah, I damn hello. what? It's ah damn it. I know. I'm taking a dog, dumbass. <laughs> um, yeah. So I just got a call, but I hung up on them because it's podcast time. So yeah. So we'll have to go back and get our second shot. We just got the first ones. It was the new moon in Aries. Like what? Last night? Mm-mm. Two nights ago. Oh yes. 
Sunday. Sunday, so it'd yeah. been like last night at like 10 p.m. I think maybe. Okay, love that. And love so, that research. Love that statistic. Or something. Or like like, like it, that. It said at 10 p.m., but I was like, but 10 p.m. from where? You know? <laughs> I don't. I couldn't tell. Exactly. There's the new moon in Aries. I'm gonna self promote really quick. I started a Mercurial Monday, so basically every week I'm gonna be putting out a little blip of a video concerning some sort of planetary transit energies or aspects. Um, and the first one that I did was on the new moon in Aries. So if you guys wanted to check that out, it's still probably informational and helpful, even though the new moon in Aries has passed, considering that there is a new moon in Aries, you know, the energies. Yeah. Like it, it happens or there's still questions to ask or things to do that could be helpful just outside of new moon in Aries. So that's the self-promotion. So let me see. I saw a really great tarot spread that I saved. Cool. And so I, these were the new moon in Aries. Uh, they follow this tarot account, everybody. It's called In Tarospection. And I, she just, I think I follow them too. Yeah, I think I think they've might. actually shared some of my tarot spreads. Yeah, they just like curate tarot spreads. They like, yeah, pull them from other people. They like do They the do tag. Thing. I'm pretty sure that they do tag. If this is the account that I'm thinking of, they do tag and like... They tag the original you know, like, account. Yeah, give give credit where credit's due, but it's like a nice place that you can gather like a bunch of tarot spreads at once. So these were like some of like the positions and energies I was seeing, right? It was like, how do I create opportunity for myself? How Love can that. I maintain my momentum? Love that. Uh, what do I need to let go of for good? <laughs> Love that. What will this make way for in my life? What else were people saying about New Moon and Aries? What next chapter of my personal story am I being guided to write? What seeds of success? So, like, you know, this whole theme, right? Mm -hmm. So, I found this article that made me laugh. Yeah. And it said... <laughs> we love an article that makes us laugh. Okay. Are you setting yourself up for failure? Absolutely. <laughs> I was literally just thinking about this. I was like... Listen, before we even get into this article, I was like, I'm going to do Mercurial Mondays. I'm going to make videos every week. And then Monday rolled around and I had done nothing. I was like, oh, fuck, I have to like write this. I have to like film it and I have to edit it. And bitch, I don't want, I'm tired. I don't Maybe. want to. It's like the second week. And I was like, I've set myself up to Could fail. Mercurial I just Monday know be it. unedited, raw. It could be, but there's other astrology videos that I will probably do that are going to be like that. I'm wanting to do like monthly live streams once I get back into a really consistent flow, which I've been doing, mm -hmm. um, which will be more raw and unedited and we'll just kind of hang out and talk about things like a forecast for the month. But I think for these, it's easier and like to create a routine of like, this is the structure. This is how I'm going to write it is like a loose space word for like just structure it and plan it out. So I'm not just Gemini gibbering. And then here's what we do to record it. And here's what I do to edit it. Cause that will keep me more consistent with doing it every week. You know what I mean? But yeah, it was the second week and I was like, I don't want to. <laughs> so then you're going to fit this criteria. Yeah. It says, is your critical inner voice keeping you from reaching your goals? Oh my God. And this article is by Tamsin so Firestone. So triggered. It's from Psychology Today, everyone. That's where so we get all of our it. articles. <laughs> okay, so the article was like originally geared towards like New Year's resolutions, but I felt like it was a useful template for like any time where there's like a new moon and everyone's posting spreads about like, what am I starting? You know what? That's so go? funny because actually a good, like good way to summarize new moon in Aries is literally the new year. Like that is not only is it a new beginning and a new start, there's that, there's that spark and that like motivation within it. Like a new year, new me. Period. So one. When we're creating our quote-unquote resolutions, we have to make sure they're not coming from the voice of our inner critic. Now listen to this. For example, would a goal to lose weight be motivated by a voice inside that says, there's something wrong with you? Can the motivation to have more money be motivated by the idea of, I'm such a loser and I never amounted to anything? Okay, me. Me. <laughs> um, like, and then it said, quote, our plans for improving our life and ourselves should come from a compassionate, accepting part of us, not from our negative inner coach. Essentially, it's about making sure you are setting goals from a positive, compassionate space. I mean, that's like magic 101, right? Like intention setting 101. I think oh, so, so like, I like, intention, I like, like that. intention setting is 101, mm -hmm. but I think sometimes like people forget that like, so like you set your intention, but then what's like the space that it's coming from? 
right? Right. So, like, I, I, felt, I don't ever see people talking about that. What? Can you elaborate more? Because I'm a little confused. So, like, let's say you have a goal, right? Mm-hmm. And then you have to ask yourself, why do you have that goal? I think it's easy to, like, think, okay, I want more money, not because, like, I want to better myself. I want more money because I'm a loser right now. Well, that's intention. That's what I'm saying. Like, okay, mm-hmm. so, like, you want to manifest something, right? You're trying to do something. You're trying to have your goal. Like, mm-hmm. let's equate the word goal to manifesting. And then if what you're saying is we don't really know, like, where it's coming from, that's the intention side of it. So, to me, that's what I'm linking to be, like, yeah, what's your intention? You have a goal. You have something you're trying to create or some magic you're trying to make, some manifestation that you're trying to bring to life. But what's your intention? Is it coming from a space of, I hate myself? (laughs) Or is it coming from a space of, like, I think I could do better? You know, like, that's the same, essentially the same mindset but like mm-hmm. completely like much more healthy and positive in so in getting would you things say done. you set goals from this positive intentional mindset space i think i work really hard to acknowledge <laughs> my intentions on things because well, i don't like, always why is it difficult in the first place i don't so. fucking well because i think innately we we are creatures of like beating ourselves up and uh, comparing ourselves, especially our generation and just, like, where we're at in the world. I mean, this could be so fucking boring, but it's really relevant. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? It's pretty easy to set ill intentions towards a really wonderful goal. You know what I mean? And not know that we're doing it maybe from a space that isn't as loving and healthy. But... So then, I, I don't know. Do you like that first one or like, is so, it something? Yeah. Well, I found that one interesting because, uh, maybe the way that this article had worded it, I was like, oh, this person has worded it in a way where I get it. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. But this is part two. Okay. When setbacks occur, <laughs> the critical inner voice is standing by ready to ream us for our digressions. Mm-hmm. You're such a failure. Why don't you just give up on yourself? Okay, yeah, that's the stance I take. Isn't like, you're such a failure. It's more like, oh, well, why bother? And then I just quit. It says, when you're more tolerant of your failures, it's easier to get back into the groove. Our behaviors lay down neural pathways in our brains, which is why we automatically behave in certain ways. Mm. The longer we've done the behavior, the deeper the pathways. However, modern research in neuroscience has discovered that the brain is not stagnant, but continues to create new pathways, yada, 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 learn new memories, create new information. So then it's hard to have to struggle through the rewiring, hard to overcome the is it worth it mentality. So like... It's basically like the first time there's signs of like failure. It's like, eh, well... You want to know what's forget funny? Forget it. What I've noticed about myself, like when it comes to like starting something new, mm-hmm. I usually have a setback occur within 10 minutes. <laughs> I don't know what to do with that, but like... Okay. I love the way the article said your Can inner you give us your inner voice is ready to ream you. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little sexual. I know. It's such a failure. <laughs> give up on yourself. So like okay, so here's an example of like something happening within ten minutes, right? Yeah. So like I'm learning like the Russian cases and like noun declensions, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? I know it's gonna be hard. Everyone says it's hard. Everyone says you just have to power through it, right? Mm-hmm. So I found some YouTube videos and I'm watching and I'm just getting more and more confused. And I'm like mm-hmm. 15 minutes into watching some videos, and then I was just like, you know what? I'm stupid. Yeah. Quote unquote. My inner voice said, "I'm going to ream you." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. And then you were like, "Don't." flirt with Don't. me are we about to Is that kiss a right now <laughs> like so, being turned on by your inner critic is kind of like a virgo thing i feel like oh absolutely <laughs> so it, but then like one of the questions was well then how do you overcome the setbacks it's hard to struggle with the rewiring and overcoming is this worth it mentality and you know i just didn't have an answer for that like no, i don't know i think it's different per situation and i think it's different per person and There's lots of different answers for that, but it's a good question to think about. So I guess, like, this article is kind of just pointing out that, like, setbacks are inevitable. And so, like, for now on, when I have setbacks, I'm really going to be listening for that voice in my head. You're just going to be like, ream (laughs) me. And then this was the part of the article that I found the most interesting. So this is the last part. It says... 
There's another way the critical inner voice tries to sabotage our efforts to improve our lives, especially when we're dealing with difficult behaviors like addictions. At first, it tries to seduce you into going against your resolutions. Mm. For instance, if you're determined to give up smoking, the voice can get, uh, can get you when you're feeling particularly stressed. Whoa, you're so tense. <laughs> Just... I'm so uncomfortable right now. You're so tense. Just have a cigarette this one time. You'll feel so relieved. Ew. It's not like you're going to get cancer from one cigarette. Ew. And when you do give in and engage in the behavior you're trying to control, the voice turns on you. Look at you. You're so weak. You're pathetic. (laughs) (laughs) It feels terrible to be caught up in this vicious cycle of self-enabling and then self-attacking. And I found that so fucking relatable. (laughs) Right? Like, there's that little voice that's like, just whatever, it doesn't matter, just do it. And yeah, then you do it, and then immediately the voice goes, pathetic. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that was super easy uh, to yeah. get you to fall off your horse. I know, right? God, you're weak. And the, when I was reading that, just like, the article was like written so seriously, yeah. but like when you read it out loud, it's so fucking hilarious. Yeah. It's <laughs> so weak. You're, so- you're pathetic. <laughs> Okay, but also relatable. I'll be like, yeah, I am. Thank you so much. Come again. Bye. And then, so, like, essentially, like, what I got from the article was that essentially the hardest and most ironic part of all of this is that when you remain gentle and compassionate with yourself, that paves the way for the most enduring change. Not thinking things like, you're pathetic or getting reamed. <laughs> I love that. So, yeah, I found that kind of interesting, just, like, reevaluating my relationship with, like, what's Skylar's inner critic always saying? Mm. What's he doing? You're weak. I want to ream you. You're pathetic. You're or, pathetic. Give like, up before you like, start Or, like, what trying. ways am I, like, uh, like, what ways, like, the voice trying to, like, pull me off the path just so I can beat the shit out of me and say, like, yeah. what a joke. Love that. So. Awesome. Well, <laughs> that's that. <laughs> You know, last, like at three in the morning when I was making this, it was amazing. I know. I, th- I enjoyed that. I thought it was good. It was concise. It was mm-hmm. to the point and, um, yeah, it connected definitely to some of the things that. And then I found this one kind of re- like, uh, relatable to this whole concept. So this one was called the problem with progress. <laughs> oh God. Why succeeding at your goals will sabotage you. <laughs> this is written by a Taurus. No? <laughs> it's by Kelly McGonagall. 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 Fucking McGonagall. When I saw that, I was like, what is this article going to be about? (laughs) And I found this super relatable. Basically, this article is about how (laughs) if you make progress, you're more likely to lose. What? I know, right? That's what you say. What? Okay, are, that's you, what anybody, are they sponsoring that's this podcast what they, so you don't that, need to suck their dick? What is it? Miss McGonagall. <laughs> so it says, so like, okay, so like, this is like why I thought like this was a funny follow up, right? So like, we just did something about like, are you setting yourself up for failure? No, be kind, be compassionate, mm-hmm. make progress, mm-hmm. go forward, mm-hmm. silence that critic, right? And mm-hmm. then finally, when you do make progress, it's a problem. <laughs> Right? We really can't win around here. Yeah, no. So it says, most of us believe that making progress on our goals spurs us on to greater success. But research on goal achievement points to a dark side of progress. Oh my god. Psychologists have found that we're all too quick to use progress as an excuse for taking it easy. Now listen to this. In one study, they reminded successful dieters of how much progress they had made toward their ideal weight. Then they offered the dieters a thank you gift of either an apple or a chocolate bar. 80% of the people that were congratulated (laughs) chose the chocolate bar. Compared to 58% of dieters who were uh, not reminded of their progress. (laughs) That is so like, you know what? You're right. I am amazing. I am amazing. Give a fucking treat. I deserve it. And you want to know why? I really think a big portion of this stems from the way that we teach children how to reward themselves, like a reward system, you know? It's the same thing you can find literally in animals. If you use food as a means to train your dogs, which is not good nor bad, I'm not saying that, but, like, you can really see it very easily in the dogs, like, ways that they react to things. Like, do I get a treat for this? Like, I've done something and you're giving me that high squeaky lovable voice. Like, where's my 
fucking where's my fucking chocolate bitch you know what i mean please don't give chocolate to dogs i was yeah, just no. drawing a comparison but like these numbers were huge 85 percent i mean you grab the chocolate bar yes i would absolutely i wouldn't even need to be congratulated <laughs> You just put it on the table. You'd be like, I, want I will one. if I do say so myself. <laughs> so what's interesting is, is like not to keep going back to this like mm-hmm. Mercurial Monday thing, but it kind of draws a really easy bridge from last week's to this week's video. So like last week was the new moon in Aries focus. And then this week I chose to pull out Venus entering in Taurus, which is happening on the 14th. And it's a big shift because it's going from Aries into Taurus. Mm-hmm. And Venus and Taurus is like, treat yourself. So we went from like a do the work, do the goals, action based, and then going from like, yeah, you know what? You deserve a piece of chocolate. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a lot of other things that is brought up with that. But it's definitely like a, you did all the work. It's okay to enjoy life. Like, treat yourself. Treat yourself. Remember when but that I, was happening for so long? Treat yourself. Treat yourself. I don't say that so I, much right now. I I brought it back. And we, guess what? Bring it back for uh, April 14th through May 8th because Venus and Taurus is a treat yourself moment. And I definitely bring that up in the video. But yeah, it's funny because why does that mean that's now that I'm thinking about it, that study is interesting. Like, what? What? I don't know. So, like, 85% of the people that were congrats, like, if you, like, if you were, like, so everyone in one group was congratulated with right. how amazing they were doing. Right. And the other group yeah. that got no congratulations, they almost all chose the apple. Right. But like, why does that mean that they've failed? It doesn't mean that they failed. Like this wasn't, it wasn't a value judgment per se. It yeah. was just, uh, interesting that, so basically it said that the people in this study were considered successful dieters, mm. right? And then that they were on, like, a really committed, yeah, like, journey, right? Yeah. And so it said the moment that they were congratulated, then they were more likely to fall off. Yeah. And it just take, like, that one thing. Like, was, I know, it's just a study, and you have to, like, mm-hmm. generalize it. Maybe I'm just playing devil's advocate, but, like, I definitely think of... Like, it's not, I, I, I see what you're saying. I don't yeah. think it's saying it's failure, but I do think it's interesting that, like, obviously... Picking a quote-unquote healthier food yeah. over something else would... It basically, like, you're primed to pick something based on what something said to you or didn't say to you. Yeah. And so, like... It, Literally me. It's just, like... <laughs> I mean, obviously, for people like you or I, it doesn't matter what. Like, we're going to pick the same thing every time. But also, you could congratulate me. Because yeah, I'm going to pick the chocolate either way. So why don't you just tell me I have a nice Sorry, butt? Sorry, that's pointless. <laughs> so, um, basically... Tell me I have a nice butt and give me chocolate. One step forward gal. gives people permission to take two steps back. And then uh, I wrote in the in the margins, I am chronic two-step tack baker. LOL. <laughs> So clearly, night shift vibes. Clearly, something was happening to me. Who are you? So the problem with progress is tied to how it makes you feel. Does progress make you feel closer to what you want to achieve, or does it liberate the part of you that wants to take two steps back? So, like, I think that it. I definitely think it's a two-step back. It it, de- it depends on the situation, obviously. But I do feel like sometimes when I make a huge amount of progress, instead of feeling like I'm closer to my goal, it's more like a liberation thing. Like, mm-hmm. now I can do what I want. I think my Gemini side comes out, and it's not about I can do whatever I want. It's like, oh, I've reached my goal. Like, now what? And mm. now it's not... Never mind. Let me rephrase that. It's not a now How what. How often are you goal reaching? No, no, no. Wait, wait. I'm, <laughs> I, no, I'm actually reach... I reach my goals all the time. I think most of my problem is that I don't set big enough goals. So, like, I'm reaching these goals pretty easily. Like, I'm pretty realistic about my goal setting, which is quite healthy. But then I reach the goal mm. and I'm like, okay, what's next? And it's not a what's next for that goal. It's, like, something different entirely. So, I don't have any long-term structures for things. It's like... Here, my let's say my long-term goal is to create a project. Like I have a project in mind, right? So instead of like f- like creating a goal like launching a first product, it's like, okay, well, let me just start the first page of a book. Let's say it's a book, right? Let me just start the first page. I start the first page. Look, I'm like, I did it. I'm like, I'm incredible. I reached <laughs> that my goal. Was so easy. And then instead of going like, okay, what's next for writing the book? It's 
what now? And it's like a totally different project, right? Like I don't, I don't have any consist. It's not like, I don't know. That's very Gemini though. So um, that's interesting that you say that though, because like basically this article was saying how like changing our mindset around progress, mm-hmm. it says focus on commitment instead of progress. So like, yikes. don't even change your relationship with progress. Just like, just get rid of it altogether. Just commit. Yeah, just commit. Like also very Venus and Taurus. Okay, babes. When Venus goes in Taurus on the 14th, fucking commit, commit. Whether it's to yourself, whether it's to others. Don't track your progress. Track your commitment. Yeah, the stability of it. Love it. mindset away from, because I did this X hard thing, now I can do Y fun thing. Instead, just do things because you want to do them, unattached to other goals. And I find that relatable because, like, let's say I achieve something, right? Then I'm like, okay, now I can watch American Dad for three hours, right? Oh, well, see, that's that reward system again. So instead... Whenever I do that, you like I feel like whenever I do that, I really should just be watching American Dad because I want to watch American right. Dad, right? Not right. because it's like attached to. Oh my god, we're so smart. We're so like woke. Yeah, I'm done with this conversation though. Do you want to look up something to do Mad Libs? I just got a sudden urge to do ma- Mad Libs. Yeah, have you ever done Mad Libs? Yes. <laughs> I just was like, let's let's. I feel like that was great. Healthy conclusion. Everyone should just yeah, watch American I mean, that was Dad the end of it. because they want to watch American Dad, but not because they did something nice. It's not. But so, also treat yourself. I'm googling Mad Libs. Generator. Yeah, I have a funny story that happened About to me over Mad the week. No, that happened over the weekend while you're looking that up. So I played in a disc golf tournament, and we were a couple hours away, and. George and I were trying to find like healthy food in between the rounds on Sunday to like not feel like shit. Um, but there really wasn't anything around the area that we played the tournament in. And we looked it up and it was like this place that we found called Superior Nutrition. And I really wouldn't have called out the name of the business, but it's kind of important for this story. (laughs) So George and I are like, oh, God, we don't want to eat like shit. We're in between rounds. We're doing a lot of walking, a lot of moving. We want to stay healthy and fit um, and feel good. So we're like, let's go to Superior Nutrition and get like a smoothie or something. And we walk in and it's this little dinky shop. There's like uh, the town folks up at this like nutrition bar. You mean the locals? The locals. There's like three locals, Call and then there's this are. like mother daughter duo at the counter. Like we walk in, I'm looking at the menu, and it's like strawberry shortcake, the Easter bunny basket, and it's like um, Lucky Charms love. Like they're all like these themed over like spring and stuff. And I'm looking at like the ingredients. I'm very confused. I'm like, I don't really want like they're all like fudge brownie like and i was like is this just a fun play f- on words for people who are trying to be healthy but feel like they're giving themselves a treat kind of thing but anyways george and i are looking at each other we're like i, I don't know we just want like strawberry banana you know um i was like do you have plant-based protein or blah 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 she's like yeah l- yeah let me let me get it for you and then she makes our smoothie with protein powder water ice pudding And shots of syrup. And I'm looking around. There is not a single fucking piece of fruit in this entire building. All of their shakes and smoothies are made with powders and syrups. And it's literally called superior nutrition. And I left there and George and I... I was like, I couldn't wait to get in the car because I was, they were very nice. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure for this small little town that, that this was literally is nutrition because we couldn't find fucking shit for food anywhere. And so we got in the car and we looked at each other with our like sparkly, like syrupy, sugary fucking drinks. Not a single banana, not a single strawberry, not a like not not nothing. They make all of their shakes and smoothies with powders and syrups, and that's it. And I was like, not even a fucking, like, milk, milk alternative, no juices. It's water, powder, and syrup. And I was just like, well, what the fuck? And we got in the me, car. To me, that is superior nutrition. We cheersed in the car, and we took a sip because we were laughing about it. I was like, George. He goes, I know. And I was like, there's not a single fucking piece of fruit. How are you going to be nutritional when you're putting pumps of flavored <laughs> syrup in a fucking smoothie? 
and calling it like it must Captain be Crunch of your dreams. Like what the fuck? So <clears throat> no, because I had to use the restroom and I went into the restroom and I fucking looked down and there's like scales and like logs. Like it seems like people like go in there to get their like, like it's almost like there's a centered around like coaching you on being healthy and like losing weight and shit. And like, oh, no. and I got, we got to the car and I was like, what the fuck? I was like, we just spent $13 on two smooth. Let's just try this. We taste it. It was the sweetest, sugariest, nastiest. We couldn't even drink it. And I was like, this is a joke. I feel really, like, let me go and look at the reviews, right? And the reviews are like, Cindy and Mike are the best in town. <laughs> like, it's like, I can count on them for all my nutritional drinks. Like, you can tell they, like, went to their neighbors and, like, are you going to write a five-star Yelp review for our business mm -hmm. or not, Drop Betty? off a fruit basket like, to this place oh, tomorrow. Literally. Like, I just, bitch, eat an apple. Like, right? just at least put, like, half a banana in your banana strawberry smoothie. Like, love, love it. So, anyways, that was kind of a funny experience. Maybe you had to be there, but, like... I think the fact, like, because George was like, okay, listen, if they want to make smoothies, like, that's one thing. And if they don't want to put, like, real fruit in it, I get it. It's probably way easier for the business to just do powders and, like, Purees syrups and stuff. and stuff. But, like, don't call yourself superior <laughs> nutrition. Just regular. Just, like, regular nutrition. Like, subpar, below average nutrition would be better. So, anyways, that was my... So, thing. I found a... Mad lib for you to fill out. Okay. No, no, I'll fill it out. Oh, no, I'll I know, have, like you, I'll... you're gonna, you have to fill. I don't even know what the story says. You right. gotta fill out. No, you're gonna fill it out. I'm gonna tell you what it is, and you're gonna. Oh, so like you want to gonna... go every other? Okay, yeah. yeah let's so, go oh, oh yeah. So you're right. Ask me for like nouns and adjectives and okay, stuff. Okay, so yeah, you do the first adjective. Give me an adjective. Busty. Ooh. Uh, okay. Um, adjective two is gonna be crusty. <laughs> Adjective three. Adjective three. Um, smelly. Should have been dusty, but okay. I'm doing the next one. Dusty. And then five. A fifth adjective? Yeah, and then we'll move on. Um, uh, cantankerous. No. <laughs> no, I don't know. Um, uh, um, uh, shitty. Okay, um, so our adjectives are busty, crusty, smelly, dusty, and shitty. <laughs> Give me a noun. Um, a dick. Okay. Uh, should I put a dick or just dick? Dick. Dick, okay. Noun two is going to be... Um, slurpy. Number three. A third noun. Um... Oh, I know. Strand of hair. Mm, okay. Love that. And number four is going to be... <clears throat> it's going to be a... Armpit. Um, noun five. Um, an asshole. Yeah. Can we put butthole? That feels butthole. more immature. Yeah. Who says butthole? <laughs> Me. I <laughs> love that. <laughs> Don't be a butthole. Um, noun six is going to be a placenta. <laughs> okay, and then you give me a plural noun. A plural noun? Mm hmm. Um, uteruses. No. Okay, uter. uteruses. Uterus. Is it uteri? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, um, a type of food is going to be um, a bean burrito. <laughs> Absolutely. And then the t last thing is the type of liquid. Type of liquid? Um, gelatinous. That's... Like a gelatinous liquid. Mm. Maybe thick? I think it... No, I don't think it's C's? describe it. I think like literally like a type of liquid. Oh, like, like either like tea, coffee. Oh, or, like, I see like a brand of I'm liquid. not sure, but I think that's what it means. Let's do... Let's, let's just say gelatinous coffee. Okay. Like a coffee that has started... Like that's been yeah. in your car for three weeks. It's starting to get a little solid. Okay. I did not spell gelatinous right. Oh, there it is. Okay. <gasps> I'm going to read you... Oh. Our Mad Lib? Oh, it's not that long. Okay, great. It's called... Waiter and customer, which definitely <laughs> works so 
well with our superior <laughs> nutrition. We love a good no, wait, hold segue. On. So this is um, an actual recount of you at Superior Nutrition. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I didn't say anything. I was so speechless and like, okay, anyways. Customer. Oh, waiter, would you please bring me a dick? <laughs> <laughs> I want to see what today's specials are. Waiter, today's special are cream of Slurpee soup and T-boned bean burrito. Does that sound good? Customer, yes. But I'll have the roast prime strand of hair of beef with the busty pudding. <laughs> Waiter, oh, we're out of that. <laughs> How about a sizzling sirling? Wait, hold on. Wait, this is a tongue twister. Waiter, we're out of that. How about a sizzling sirloin armpit and a crusty green salad? <laughs> Customer, no thanks. I'd rather have a smelly fried chicken. <laughs> Waiter. Sorry, but we're out of that, too. <laughs> How about a soft-shell uterus? <laughs> Customer. No, thanks. Do you have any roast Long Island butthole? <laughs> Waiter. Sorry, no. Why don't you try our dusty goulash with homemade placenta sauce? <laughs> Customer, no thanks. Just bring me a shitty egg sandwich and a <laughs> cup of gelatinous coffee. <laughs> oh, oh, that really was too much fun. <sighs> felt right. It so felt right. I, I definitely want to do like one more. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and then you can read it or so let whatever. Me pick the next Mad Lib just that based was on its title. Hilarious. No, thanks. <laughs> I'll just have a shitty egg sandwich. <laughs> and a cup of gelatinous coffee. <laughs> okay, I feel like we've all been to this restaurant. <laughs> Literally, I used to smoke. I used to chain smoke cigarettes there in high school. Actually, do you see one of these uh, Mad Lib story titles oh, that is yeah. catching your eye? Yeah, I'm really feeling um, an Emmy acceptance speech. That one really <laughs> feels good. <laughs> okay. Okay, so, oh, this one's going to be really short. Adjective one. Um, it's giving me an autofillin for busty. <laughs> <laughs> okay, an adjective one would be um, selfishly. That's an adverb. Yeah, I guess that's right. I'm trying to think of something that would. I'm trying too hard because I'm think trying just to think the of word something like selfish. Would be an adjective though. Like a selfish man. Yeah, you're right, because you have to, like, an adjective describes yeah. something. Mm -hmm. um, so selfish, yeah. Selfish. Okay, adjective two. Um, farty. Yep, okay. Another adjective. Flexible. Uh, name of a female person for me. Um... Trisha Paytas. <laughs> and then for you, name of a male person. <clears throat> hmm. Satan. <laughs> <laughs> for me, a noun. Um, Are you going to tell us what it is? Or? I'm thinking of, a, of oh, okay. a noun. I thought you were just typing in. You're like, okay, next. Um, um, what's a great noun? A dirty Q-tip. Ooh, I like that. I don't know why that came to my mind. A dirty Q-tip. Mm-hmm. And you, what's one occupation? A... Hmm... A part-time stripper. <laughs> and then my occupation, too, is going to be a Tuesday night stripper. <laughs> Strictly a Tuesday night stripper. You, a part of the body. <laughs> um, I'm going to say the gums. <laughs> and then for me, a verb ending in ing. 
ass clapping. <laughs> you know it's good when you get my squeak. My squeak. Cackle. See the results. Okay, I can't wait. This is my Emmy acceptance speech. <laughs> wait. Thank you. Thank you from the bottom of my gums. <laughs> I don't know what to say. I'm speechless. I truly didn't expect to win this dirty Q-tip. <laughs> Me in my bathroom after the shower. In the mirror with my acceptance. I'm using the dirty Q-tip as my microphone. I truly didn't expect to win this dirty Q-tip. Certainly not with so many selfish actors competing in the same category. <laughs> Wait. Oh my God. First and foremost, my thanks to Trisha Paytas. <laughs> You couldn't work with a better part-time stripper. (laughs) If that ain't the truth. Wait, and I'm sure I wouldn't be ass-clapping here tonight if it weren't for my farty director. (laughs) Please say Satan. (laughs) I must also thank Satan. an actual acceptance award you're like i have to thank most people go like i have to thank god um and feel like i want to thank- <laughs> i can't forget <laughs> i can't forget about <laughs> satan i must also thank satan who wrote a flexible script for me <laughs> i bet he did of course none of this would be happening if it weren't for my agent who convinced the network that i could play a 75 year old retired tuesday night stripper <laughs> Is that it? That's it. Oh my god. You deserve it. Mm. Congratulations on your award. Oh, that's great. That was good fun. We should do that more often. I really, really enjoyed that. I used to love playing Mad Libs with Paige and Allison when we were in high school. Yeah? Yeah. I haven't played one like since then. Mm. Well, I enjoyed that very much. Do you enjoy Mad Libs, listeners? Do you? Because if you do... Because if you do... I have no way to segue this, but we're going to thank our supporters. Mm -hmm. Um, Every week, we thank our supporters. It means a whole lot to us for the people that financially contribute to this podcast. We don't have a Patreon or anything like like that. Um, So when you contribute to the podcast, it really means a lot to us. Even if you just listen and share, it's very helpful. If you can't support us financially, we understand. We love that you're here and listening. Feel free to rate our podcast on Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts. Share this episode or our podcast in general with friends or on your social media platforms. That's also a really wonderful way for you to help and support us. But for those who financially support us every month, uh, I want to thank Karen R., Stacy, Teresa D., Alyssa S., Rebecca P.K., Lindsay M., David B., Dorothy E., Julie C., Dominic B., Jennifer L., Phil K., Lisa P, Amy F, Heather H, Jesse D, Jesse H, and Melanie W. Thank you to those people who have supported us, continue to support us, and for anyone who is going to support us in the future. We love you. We appreciate you. Um, if you'd like to support the podcast, you can go to anchor.fm slash speaking of which and click the little cute support button. Uh, you can support us for a dollar a month, $5 a month, even $10 a month. And that's it. Thank you to the supporters. What's on the docket now? What do you want to do now? You want to pull a uh, card? You want to talk about anything else? What's on your mind? No, I was just thinking, like, once the podcast is over, I want to play another Mad Lib. Okay, do you want to just do another one right now? Oh, like, what's our timestamp? What are we at? <clears throat> Why do you always ask that? I think we have time for, we for have one more. We have one more? I think so. Let me, let me type them in and read them again. So... But you pick... Did you pick let, which one you want to do? which one I want to do. Okay. <clears throat> This is such a lazy but like really enjoyable way to do the podcast this week. I mean, we we did we did some work, you guys. You're fucking welcome. There's other content to listen to. We read you Psychology Today's articles like normal. We it's we deserve to have a little mad lib fun. Um okay. What is it? You didn't No, you got to tell us what it is. It's, the name <clears throat> of this story is going to be The Plumber's Visit. Oh, <laughs> 
perfect. I love that. There's a lot here, so I'm ready. Buckle up, babes. Oh, actually, there's not that much. Okay. <clears throat> also, now that there is an autofill for busty and selfish. <laughs> If that's not me, I don't know what is. Now, every time I fill out a form in the future, I'm going to get this busty, like, busty crusty. And Trisha Pages and Satan. Um, adjective one. You go first. Um, adjective one is going to be dirty. Adjective two. Adjective two. Um, crusty and farty are fills and fillings, by the Neither way. of those are options. <laughs> no. So, adjective two is going to be, um, <clears throat> here, I'll, I was going to put contagious, because then you can get the, get the next one. Okay. We, have, we haven't okay. had this one yet. Contag- are we, are we triggered right now? For yeah. The, okay. Contagious. Uh, adverb. An adverb? adverb? Oh, I know. I knew you'd like this. Um, ass clapping glee. Yeah, we are okay. That was the first thing that popped into I my know mind. We already done ass clapping, but okay, I like that. Exclamation! Oh my spread eagle! <clears throat> Give me a noun. A noun. Um, a single fleck of skin. No. Oh. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> noun two is going to be lube. <clears throat> noun three? Noun three. Um, chainsaw. Yeah, obviously. Um, noun four is going to be <clears throat> expired toothpaste. <laughs> noun five. Noun five. <clears throat> Even bigger bottle of lube. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, okay. <coughs> Noun six is going to be... Um, mm, it's going to be... Um, handcuffs. And seven. Noun seven. Noun seven. <coughs> um, Wait, I want to change my last one to phlegm. Okay. <laughs> Good. Busty blowtorch. Okay. <laughs> Don't get just no, um, no, no, no. regular blowtorch. Okay. Make sure it's just a regular blowtorch. Regular blow. blow- <laughs> okay, yes, that feels much better. Um, and a plural noun is going to be. Um, <clears throat> hmm. Hmm. Vitamins. And then type of liquid again. Another type of liquid. Mm-hmm. Um, frozen. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sprite clumps. Sprite clumps. Yes, frozen sprite clumps. Okay, and a uh, verb. <clears throat> To razzle dazzle, like T O O, like to razzle dazzle. Or? Yeah, but you wouldn't have to put the two. You just have to put. Yeah, razzle, that's what dazzle. I was gonna say. Why would you put two? Okay, <clears throat> razzle. I like that. Razzle dazzle. That links with my. Oh my, spread eagle. <laughs> I think I might read it like that. The <laughs> the plumber's visit. Okay, mine's a conversation again. <laughs> Let me get into character. <laughs> Lady. Are you the plumber I sent for? (laughs) (laughs) Plumber. Yes, madam. I came over as ass-clapping glee as I could. (laughs) Is there something wrong with your single fleck of skin? (laughs) Lady. (laughs) No, it's my lube. The dirty thing is all stopped up. Plumber. (laughs) I'm literally breaking Skylar, you guys. Plumber, have you tried cleaning it with a chainsaw? (laughs) Yes. Lady, yes, but there was too much frozen Sprite clumps in the expired toothpaste. (laughs) I can't even do it right because you're laughing so hard. Plumber, oh my spread eagle, this looks like it's going to be a contagious job. Lady, 
do you think I'll need even a bigger <laughs> bottle of lube? <laughs> that worked really well. <laughs> Plumber, only if your phlegm is cracked. I'll have to tighten you up with vitamins and check. Lady, all right, but make sure you don't scratch my regular blowtorch or razzle-dazzle my floor. <laughs> I really like I really like the uh, Do you think I'll need an even bigger yeah. bottle of lube? Yeah. Do you think I'll even do you think I'll <laughs> <laughs> make sure you don't scratch my regular blowtorch. <laughs> razzle dazzle regular blowtorch. Razzle dazzle my floor. <laughs> oh that was fun. <clears throat> Is there something wrong with your single fleck of skin? <laughs> this is so gross. This is so disgusting. When it's winter and someone calls you out. Yeah. Okay, well, that's it. That's the podcast. That's the podcast. Thanks for hanging out with us week after week after week because you come back every week. What? Right? 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 Um, tell them about the Discord, Skylar. So, everyone, I actually just posted in the Discord. Um, I forgot about it for this week. I was me too. so busy. So busy. But I was really making dreams come true in there. What'd you do? A few minutes ago. I, I You're not going to tell us. We I, just have to figure it out. Yeah, you have to figure it out, mm. but it's a reface. So. Mm. Oh, we've really needed it. And you mm. know what? If you don't know how to use Discord, that's fine. We don't either. We're figuring it out. Um, at this point, we've figured it out. But don't feel afraid to get a Discord and join us. It's basically just a fucky, trolly, degenerate conversation of all the listeners. So if you want to see who else is listening and the other chaos that ensues amongst us, like head over to the Discord. It's really mm-hmm. fun. It doesn't like, help us or hurt us. It doesn't do anything. It's literally just a space for us to... like. Make fun of each other, which is always healthy and wealthy. Absolutely. So, thank you again for listening to this week's episode. Don't Speaking forget to scratch which. our regular blowtorch and razzle-dazzle <laughs> our floors. Am I going to need an even bigger bottle of lube? <laughs> <laughs> All right, bye! <laughs>